Welcome to On the Brink with Andy Simon. Hi, I'm Andy Simon, and as you know, my job is to help you get off the brink. And I do that by looking for really wonderful people to come and speak to you about new ways to see things, feel differently, think about them, and actually do them. So today I have with us Jessica Yarborough. What's really interesting is that we found each other on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is one of those remarkable places to help people see, feel, and think in new ways. But I think you're going to love her story because she's going to help you think about where you're going and how she has some great tools and ideas about how to help you get there. So let me tell you a little bit about Jessica, and then she'll tell you her story. Jessica has quickly developed a reputation of being one of the best business strategists and marketing and sales consultants for entrepreneurs, even like myself, and sales consultants who want to sell high-value products and services. Her background is in international businesses. And she's built multiple companies. You're going to love today's journey with her because it's an interesting, this is a wonderful story by a brilliant woman. Jessica is a genius at showing entrepreneurs how to build an expert platform, rapidly raise their value, and build their credibility online to attract high-paying clients. She travels the world teaching and inspiring entrepreneurs and helping them grow their influence and income and so they can have the impact that they want. This is such fun. I'm anxious to hear your story as well as to share it with my audience. So Jessica, who are you and how'd you get here? And tell us about yourself. It'll be fun to share it, please. Thanks so much. Well, as you mentioned and to your audience, I am a business strategist and today I'm focused on helping scale up coaching and consulting business businesses, but I didn't start here. You know, many, many, many years ago, uh, I managed. I don't think they were that many. <laughs> they, they were. They were that many. They were that many. I started very young. Um, I managed multiple companies. I actually built a a startup here in San Diego, but the work was intense, and uh, the hours were grueling. And I remember I actually, even though I built a company, literally, we didn't even have desk computers on day one, which was so phenomenal to build. Um, I actually was on vacation and I had a spiritual awakening. And I had a moment where I realized that even though I had built something that I was really proud of, it wasn't in alignment with where I wanted to go with my life. And in that moment, I made one of the most empowering decisions of my life, which was to make a decision all on my own and to follow that inner guidance. So essentially I flew back to the United States. I walked away from my company, bought a one-way ticket, and I spent four years traveling the world, going deep into personal development and spirituality and really finding out who I was at the core of myself. Um, I had great adventure stories around that, uh, but I did come back to the US and after about four years, I got pregnant with my daughter, um, became a single mom, was like, okay, time to build again. <laughs> and I started my consulting business literally uh, and raised a child of my own to build it to seven figures and have helped uh, many, many clients reach high six and seven figures in their own businesses. Now, that journey in my book, Rethink Smashing the Myths of Women in Business, there are several women who went on their own journeys. One went through Africa, one went through Europe and Israel on $5 a day. As an anthropologist, the journey isn't inconsequential. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to jump immediately into who you are today. Can you share a little bit about some of the discoveries during that journey that prepared you for who you became? If you can, that would be really Absolutely. interesting to share. 
Yeah. I mean, I will say it was probably the most magical time in my life. There's so many insights that you can garner from looking at other cultures. One of them being how similar we really are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter how you are raised at, at the core. We all have the same basic needs, being able to learn from other cultures, their food, uh, their spirituality, you know, from spending time in silent meditation at retreat centers in Thailand to literally, uh, you know, practicing yoga in uh, ashrams in Bali to living in the jungles of Costa Rica. There are so many different experiences that really colored my world um, about nature, about spirituality or God connection to the earth, about human beings and our desire for love and appreciation Uh, and connection. And all of those shaped who I am today. Um, And I don't think that I would be the businesswoman I am today without them. I I would have been successful had I continued on my trajectory when I was younger, but I would not be who I am nor have the same depth in terms of level of fulfillment uh, and purpose. Well, with that in mind, my hunch is you've brought that to your clients. So there are some things that I know you would like to uh, share about how you approach a client and and their own trajectory to begin to infuse their growth, whether it's a consultant or an entrepreneur or someone inside a company trying to grow their own capabilities. You know, how do you approach a client and how do you bring this wisdom to them to inspire them to uh, maybe rethink where they're going and how they're going to get there? Some Mm -hmm. thoughts to share. Absolutely. Well, we all need someone outside of us to help us see our own greatness, you know, hold up the mirror to what we cannot see. We are typically blind to our innate gifts. You know, even the most successful people I know, and I work with CEOs who have built, you know, 14 companies and it's, it's hard sometimes for even them to own the, uh, their brilliance, their gifts. And so part of the first thing I do is hold up that mirror for them and help them not only to recognize the incredible achievements that they've made in their life, but to actually see the pattern of really where their strengths lie, because we all can do a lot of different things. And part of growing and excelling at, um, at, at anything to becoming an expert at anything is we have to choose what are the core things that really are in our greatest gifts? What is our unique genius? And then we need to codify them in a way that we can teach, we can inspire you, we can transfer knowledge to others. And so that's one of the first things I do with my clients is really helping them codify what is their genius. And do you do that in a particular process or is it done through um, uh, conversational coaching or do you have a methodology that you can share? Yeah, it's absolutely, it's phase one of my methodology. So I have five systems that I teach to scale up companies. And the first one is the foundation of everything. And it's your offer. And this is your impact system. It's how you're going to make an impact in the world with your gifts. And this is the who, understanding who you want to serve at the deepest level. And that may not be who you served in the past. You know, we might completely reposition you. It's the the uh, the how how you're going to take your clients who are in the pain of their existing reality. They're struggling. They're frustrated, and you are going to essentially build a bridge to their ultimate vision and saving them years of time and frustration, divorce, you know, whatever it may be, uh, and take them to their ultimate reality. So codifying that how and then tying it into that what what it is you actually sell and then bringing the why behind why it is what you do. All of that is absolutely necessary to, it's the foundation of a business. Um, What you do, who you are, what you do, who you serve, how you do it. Well, you know, it's um, when, as an anthropologist, I often 
work with my clients on their stories, whether it is a corporate culture story or it's an individual one. We help them change. Usually we're helping the individuals change as well as the institution. But what you just described are the elements of a good story. Mm-hmm. And the story that we usually carry around may not be the one that's going to take us to the next stage. And if I hear you correctly, we have to mm, take apart the current story and begin to build that new one in such a way as we can visualize. And I use that word very intentionally, because if you can't see it, you can't be it. And right. consequently, that story and the telling of the story becomes an important part of how we begin to see where we're going. And then the question is, How do you get there? Because what we often find is that I get them to figure out that story about what it is they want to be, either as a person or as a a company. And then how do you backward plan it? And they all get stymied on the action steps, the small Mm. wins, the actual change. Sometimes I tell them it's like theater. Life is like theater. And you know the script from Macbeth, but tomorrow you're going to play Hamlet. We don't have a script. We don't have any time on stage. So how are we going to do this? So as you've developed this, I mean, is my model similar to yours? And how do you help them actually implement these things? Is that a question? Yes, I definitely think there are similar parallels because we do have to have what the what identified and there is a story behind that because one of the first things we do after we develop that is I teach them to teach their system to tell their story. And as you know, as a storyteller, you have to be able to bring in emotion. You have to be able to also back it up with logic for those that want to justify sales. And so having that beautiful story is actually the very center of everything that we do together next, which is their messaging, their positioning. Literally, it is the foundation. Everything that we do in my program beyond that comes from that original story. Yes. So once you get that in your head, then we now need to tell it and the messaging becomes really critical. Do you help them do the messaging? Absolutely. So phase two of my system is marketing, which is your influence system. It's how you're going to generate widespread awareness, eager excitement and demand for your services. And there's really three phases to that. One is an audience. You have to have the right people who are listening to you, um, who are going to lean in and ultimately take action and buy from you or download something or whatever the action may be. Um, And I think a lot of people get caught on having uh, a massive audience and it's not about quality. It's really about quantity. It's about having the right people in there who are your dream people. And the name of the game is then relevancy. And we can do that with your messaging, messaging that allows you to really cut through the noise and to create a depth of trust and rapport without them even having gotten on the phone call with you. And so that, uh, if you can get that piece right, which we help you with, it, it makes a huge difference in terms of your ability to grow your business. And then the third one is positioning. So a lot of online entrepreneurs have what I call weak positioning. So they may know that they're the expert or feel that they're the expert, but the world around them still sees them on a peer-to-peer level. So we have to shift the perception because someone is not going to pay you to solve their problem if they believe you are a peer. They're looking for someone who is elevated, who is a mentor, who is ahead of them in some way, who can fill that gap for them. So it's very important that we address the audience, the messaging, and the positioning in order to elevate them as an expert. Well, this is really brilliant. Um, I'm curious, is there a case study or something you can share with our listeners that illustrates this in some way? Sometimes we have to concretize the story. And, Absolutely. And, and the, the steps sound really very 
big and important, mm-hmm. a case study might bring it all together. Yeah. yeah. So I have many case studies. One I'll share about is my client, Michelle. She's a business coach and in the interior design industry. And she was stagnant at about 250 to 300,000 a year. She had a lot of different products, you know, too many offers. And we always help you hone in into just two, maybe three max. Um, and she wanted to change her positioning in the marketplace and go after a high caliber market. So we really walked her through this process, helped her finally take all these theories that she had kind of spun off and and put it into one really beautiful system. And she was able to take that system and scale her company to a million dollars in 12 months. And then we were able to repeat that and exceed that number just nine months later. That's very exciting. And, And was there, it sounds like all the stuff was there. It just needed a new package. It it is. I mean, so many people tell me when they come to me, it's they've tried a lot of different things. They've piecemealed it together. They've cobblestoned it together. And it's about, it's not totally reinventing the wheel. It's taking about what's already inside you and pulling it together into a beautiful system that is sophisticated, that can elevate, and you can ultimately scale your business with. And now a word from our sponsors, Simon Associates Management Consultants. That's us. And we're here to help you see, feel, and think in new ways. Whether you are an organization that's stuck or stalled, or an individual in that organization who's looking to rethink their own life's journey, Simon Associates has designed programs and processes to help you do just that. Our first book, On the Brink, A Fresh Lens to Take Your Business to New Heights, told the stories of seven clients who were stuck or stalled, and a little anthropology helped them see things through a fresh lens reignite their growth, and soar again. My new book that came out in January 2021 is called Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business. It's all about how 11 women, including myself, were able to see past the hurdles, the glass ceilings, and the brick walls and become the best that they could be. They heard things like women aren't lawyers and women can't lead and women aren't in geosciences. And they said, of course we are. And they really pushed through and did it with such ease that they want other women to see what's possible. At the end of the book, I provide a bit of a how-to process for you. If you're on the brink of rethinking your own life's journey, it's time to pause, step back, and ask yourself, where am I going? What's my passion and my purpose? And am I there, or can I get there? Send us your emails to info at andysimon.com, and we'll get right back to you to see how we can help. On andysimon.com are some free chapters for both books, and you can also join our newsletter and our Facebook group, Rethink with Andy Simon. We are bringing together women to help other women do what they can't do by themselves, very often to see what's possible and become the best that they can be. Come join us. And now, back to our podcast. Now, are you working just with entrepreneurs or just with consultants, or are you working with a broad spectrum of people? As the audience is listening, um, are you relevant for all of them? Because I think you are, but I'm just curious whether you apply it in more 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 context than just perhaps a consultant one. So I, my focus is mostly on coaches, consultants, uh, trainers, speakers. I also have you know an agencies. So that are our clients as well. Typically, if you're outside of the coaching and consulting world, you are working with me on a one-to-one level at that level. So I do help companies in that regard. But in the past, I've certainly worked with 
all kinds of companies and all different levels from like healthcare to nonprofit to spiritual conscious businesses. Um, but my focus is really like, how can I apply this system? And if you have a service-based business and if your goal is to sell high-end, because I, I don't do courses or membership models or any of that. I am a digital marketing expert. I can help you with that, but it's not where I choose to play. Um, but if you want to sell like I said, bigger engagements and make a massive impact as you work with people on a more intimate level for that transformation, then that's where my services come in. This is really exciting. So as you're thinking about this for um, the audience out there, Mm -hmm. are there two or three or four things that are really key to this that they should pay attention to? Because my hunch is that Uh, There's a whole lot of coaches, consultants, and and speakers who are looking, as we come out of the pandemic, for a new positioning, Mm -hmm. for beginning to understand what's going on inside of the companies that they could go and help. Um, Are there some real key things that we're ready to really focus on? Well, absolutely. I would look at the ladder of influence. And so... A lot of people start out at the bottom, which is the generalist. You can think of this as a jack or jewel of our trades, master of none. This might be someone who has way too many offers, constantly changes their messaging, or they're constantly launching new things. It could also mean someone who has too many things that they claim to be. Life coach, business coach, real estate uh, agent, you know, and a dozen other things. And what the main takeaway for your audience is you cannot build expert authority if you try to be everything. To everyone, because if you try to be everything to everyone, you end up being nothing or no one to the one person that matters. And so the first key is to move from generalization into specialization. And that is to pick a lane. This could be a niche. It could be a specific industry, but you have to go all in on what you want to be. And not just, it may not be who you're, what you're being or doing right now. It could be that next level thing that maybe you have a little bit of fear, a little bit of trepidation around, but you know, it's within you, you know, there's greatness, you know, you're not living up to your potential and you're ready to step into specialization, specialization. You can scale your business to, you know, 150, 350,000. Um, but there, there is a place where you become stagnant. And typically as this is when the business owner, it becomes the bottleneck, they're doing all the things. And so really the scaling comes at expert level. And that's when you put these five systems, I described two of them in place and you start to move from being the hunter to the hunted online there, your name becomes synonymous with the very person that can help your ideal clients solve their problems. So if you can focus on that ascension up the ladder of influence, you will be able to break the glass ceiling, self-imposed glass ceiling in your business and reach new heights um, very quickly. This is a very interesting. I love the idea of going from hunting to being the hunted where people are searching for you. Yes. And they're not only searching for your name, but for those keywords that might solve the problem that they're looking for. And you come up because you've done great jobs on content marketing and keywords and, and other things in the digital world. But but you also have a reputation that now is taking you to places where people are looking for you. That's, yes. Yep. Right. It, it's, it's like finding what I call your Goldilocks moment. Yes. You know, uh, it's that it's just right. It's not too cold. That's not passive. We are just waiting for people to come. It's not too hot where you're being aggressive and you're hard closing or you're trying to slide into a... CEO of a $100 million company and and get him to watch your webinar. Just nothing. It's the Goldilocks moment. It's just right. There is people flowing to you. You're still putting out some outward energy to build that credibility, you know. but it's that perfect moment, that perfect balance, that perfect flow state that allows you to get to the next level. 
I love what you're saying, even as I'm thinking about myself, because we've been in business for 20 years um, and very successfully with a good flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the pandemic has been fascinating because our clients have all stayed on and new ones have come in. Great. But it's a very, because we specialize in helping people change. And if the pandemic hasn't taught us anything, it's <laughs> all about change, right? Yes. And most people don't not like it, don't know how to do it, aren't sure what to do with it. And the vacuum that's coming out of this, they're not quite sure what the new normal is. And, and culture is what is the essence of who we are, but we're not quite sure if the old will work in the new. So it's a perfect, interesting time for us to lend a hand to help people do what they know they have to, but aren't quite sure how to. And I often feel like a, uh, a golf coach. They all want to play golf, but nobody knows how to swing the club. So let's see where we begin. But it's a very interesting opportunity to focus. And, and, and I love the idea of not being always out there searching, but letting people find you because of the reputation you've built and the kinds of things that they need and you can help them solve. So it's um, an interesting mindset. I also like the idea that you're not out there cold calling. It doesn't sound like that. I mean, I I can only say that LinkedIn, with all of its joy, has generated a ton of people who are taking that half hour on my signature and making appointments. And I'm saying, what are we talking about? Mm -hmm. And I want to see if we can partner partner on what? And I've lost on some of the conversations. I have a hunch you've seen some of that as well. Absolutely. And so what I would recommend doing is building in stronger systems around that to protect your time. And that as actually one of the keys to move up into expert level is to get those protective measures in place, a strong application process, because people will take advantage of your time sometimes just to sell you something, which is a very awkward situation to be in. I have a hope you talk more about those protective bridges and keep people from simply saying, this would be nice, I'll I'll call you. Um, But I I do think those are new things that have emerged in different ways and the times they are changing. So it's pretty cool times. Um, some last thoughts, if they'd like to reach you and they'd like to engage with you, how, how could they do that? And, um, any wisdom you would like them to remember as we say goodbye? Well, you can reach me at jessicayarbo.com. I'm also very active on LinkedIn. I'm sure you'll provide some links in the show notes. So feel free to send a connection message and just let me know you heard, uh, you heard me on the show and I'm happy to accept. And then just some parting words. If you're someone that knows you have, uh, brilliant and a gift to give the world, whether you're in your corporate job or whether you're an entrepreneur, you know, um, definitely lean into that and know that it is possible for you to achieve whatever it is you dream of. You have to take action on it. You have to walk through the f- proverbial fire. Um, but I promise you that the freedom that you want is waiting for you on the other side. And you don't have to go on a journey for four years wandering around the world. True. I <laughs> encourage you to do that. But if not, think of this as your journey right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. In fact, what I tell people, because most people can't get away and I recommend this for men or women, if you need to make a decision, do not survey everyone around you. Go rent a cabin in the woods, go rent wherever it may be, apartment on the beach, take an Airbnb and take a few days to really sit and be with yourself and your inner thoughts. And the answer that you're seeking will reveal itself. Well, I'm going to emphasize that because the brain is this wonderful critter. And if you put enough stuff into it, it begins to sort it all out. And some good nights of sleep, some good walking the beach, just Mm -hmm. quiet time. The quiet mind is amazing at what it puts together. And all of a sudden you have that epiphany. Someone will say something and you'll go, that's just what I've been thinking. 
And so I love your smile because I think that's exactly how you had your discovery as well, isn't it? Yes. Like Ram Das says, the quieter you become, the more you can hear. That's correct. And I loved it. So I've had Jessica Yarbrough here today. What a delightful conversation. And I hope you, our listeners and our viewers, have picked up a real important part of who you are and how to turn yourself from being on the bottom of the ladder to hunting for good clients to all of a sudden having built a reputation that the clients are coming to you because you know how to position yourself, tell the right messaging, and really understand how you've become the authority on the right solution for them. And they're looking for you. Can they find you? And so it's a real important time to do this. I thank all of you who come. Remember, we've been ranked the top 5% of global podcasts, which sort of blows my mind. But that's because of all of you out there who come and listen and watch. I think the most exciting part, though, is that you send us emails at info at andysimon.com with all the kinds of folks you'd like to hear. And we try to find them and bring them to you. I hope you've enjoyed Jessica as much as I have today. And I do think that she's got a five-step process. It's five-step, right? Yes. I heard you right. Uh, as I said that, I said, it is five steps, not three <laughs> steps or seven steps. But there's enough in process that will help you duplicate what she's saying. So it isn't ad hoc and it isn't sit in a room and make it up. Um, the process of discovery of reimagining and of delivery, the action steps are extremely important. So I think you're going to enjoy this new journey. And on that note, I'm going to urge you to read our books, Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business. It's almost a year old and it's doing extremely well on Amazon, a bestseller. And On the Brink with Andy Simon is a award-winning book about how a little anthropology can help your business grow. It's not quite what Jessica's talking about, but it has a little bit in there. And the case studies are going to show you how anything can help you see things through a fresh lens, like today, will help you have that aha moment and expand. So it's time to expand your vision. So I'm going to say goodbye, and thank you very much for coming today. Bye-bye now.